Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whichever time you guys are checking us out, and welcome back to another episode of Excess Gaming Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Scullion, and join with me is my wonderful co-hostess with the mostest, an archive of horror, Mr. James Gruesome. What's up, James? Hello, everyone. Happy late <laughs> Valentine's Day, and happy New Year, and everything comes along. Hope you didn't get any of them crappy little... Uh, chalky hearts with the uh, oh, lovey-dovey messages. Uh, that's, what you, that's what you always got back in school, right? It's like everybody like, yeah. pass those out with the little Valentine's cards. And uh, as always, one of those just awkward things where it's like sometimes, uh, you know, not everybody got one. Sometimes you had to give one to everybody. It was just some other just, you know, extra thing. And then it was always just like the weird candy. But, you know, I don't know. I've been married in a relationship for over like 20 years and like yeah i don't know we don't really do valentine's day um yeah but hey man no hate on anybody that does like i mean just you know enjoy the day it just became one of those things where it's like hey you don't really want to go out and like eat on valentine's day because yeah it's like that's just horrible it's like i don't know it's like black friday shopping like and just, i don't know <laughs> it's like it's like if you do it like just do your own thing and you know maybe do the day before day after you know you yeah know? i uh, honestly, Valentine's and Super Bowl like just snuck up on me. I, like I, because I you know I work in the food industry, and I'm like, man, why is it so busy here? And I'm like, oh, is it Super Bowl? And they're like, yeah, and tomorrow is Valentine's. I'm like, holy crap! It was like the perfect storm. We were so busy that day. I'm but, sure that's um, when, like that stuff hits you because it's like you don't like depending on you know, like your job and stuff. It's, yeah, it's busy. Like, oh, and if no. you're not into things like Super Bowl, you, you like you're not gonna realize it. Like. That's yep. a little kid on my route that was asking me. I was like, "Who you got?" And I'm like, I'm like, I like Brock Lesnar. I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I want to wrestling. I'm like, I like, I mean, you know, commercials and stuff are fun. I went back and watched the uh, the Sopranos commercial, but uh, oh yeah, that was about it. I mean, like halftime, uh, I didn't watch that, but I mean that, I mean, that seemed like that would have been cool. Um, I mean, I had like Peacock Network, but I was. I don't know what I was doing that day. I think I was just like watching movies or something. So totally didn't watch it because I totally don't care. But I get it. Like <laughs> if anybody does, hey, no hate, man. Indeed, indeed. And uh, you know, we since since our last episode, man, we've had so much crazy stuff with the with gaming news. Um, now, James, do you still have your uh, Steam Deck pre-ordered? I, I do. Um, I, 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 I've checked for updates because I've heard some other people mention it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think I got like I, I kind of like I got the whatever the five dollar pre order thing was, but I think I was in the like the second wave. Okay. Um, so mine, I'm thinking might be coming up, and I'm still pro- like as far as I'm thinking now, I'm still probably I, I like I really think I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, you know, we'll like we'll see when the moment comes. You know, it's like I'm still yeah. like I'm waiting on the play date. You know, it's like 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 that. You know, has it, everything now has these waves. So depending on when you get in on the pre order, it's like you never know. And it's like you constantly got to check, you know, your emails and stuff just to make sure when these things are coming out. I mean, I'm gonna you know, have to when, I'm gonna have to jump back on the play date when that those pre orders get back up because that is such an intriguing little handheld. Like the. I honestly, I didn't hear about it until the pre-orders were up, and I'm like, "What? What's this?" And it was like, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, it's the play date. You haven't heard the play date." And uh, the more I heard about, it, I was like, "Man, I hate that I missed out on this already." <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. And like, I mean, like, I get it. Like, people have you know made comments like on the price, which like I mm-hmm. totally understand because it's something that uh, you know, you can say maybe it's not tested. I mean, we see many systems trying to come out nowadays that aren't necessarily tested, but like, I mean, like this one, like went through the amount of people that pre-ordered it uh i thought was pretty insane and then you yeah. got so many different developers uh you know from so many different games that are like behind it and they're doing these you know small you know just like little games you know it has that subscription well, service yeah it does every day you get like you know you, you get a different game for like a couple weeks and like so many people seem behind it and it's so weird and it's one that's truly going to be like a really awesome you know, niche cult item. I mean, like, or, I mean, you know, maybe it could completely bomb. Like, I don't think it will, but like yeah. I said, it's just, it's very weird. But if you're into handhelds, man, it's a really cool thing to get on. Well, the the, the way I think about it too is the play date appeals to me the same way as like a, a band I'll mention from Japan, a uh, Balzac. 
uh, Balzac, you know, they have like this marketing that's just so amazing where they they make like their own like little custom toys, like these little little skull creatures, and they'll make them exclusive like certain paint jobs at certain shows. So it's like you can only get this toy if you went to this show in Japan to go see them. And I feel like that whole pull-in has that same feeling with the play date. Because it's like, oh man, you know, you join in, you're in this little club, you get a certain amount of games that, you know, and all these developers. It seems really, really cool. Yeah, like I said, and like I, I totally get anybody that's like, you know, not with it. Maybe people want to see how it pans out. And like I said, hopefully they are readily available. You know, they did have the big... Which thankfully was caught. I know we've mentioned it before, where it's like they had the battery issue. Yeah, so they had them all done, and when they went in, like a lot of the systems wouldn't charge. You know, and you know, they I'm the glad right they thing. caught that. I'm really yeah. glad they caught that. Yeah, they told everybody. They said, "Hey, you know, they ended up getting, you know, different batteries." Um, everybody, you know, it just got it got delayed a little bit, but they kept mm-hmm. everybody in the loop, kept everybody updated, and they even had uh, to where actually it was going to take. Man, it would have been like a couple of years, just you know, do with everything going on as far as with the boards and stuff. Mm-hmm. They even found a new board, um, and like everything will be the same. You know, whether you get an original unit or one after, but it just like you necessarily won't have to wait like a couple of years, you know, to get one. So, um, just I think the combination of like I said the battery and the board, I, I think it'll be good. Like when it finally hits, and like I said, it's just it's just the weirdest. It's just the weirdest thing, man. It was one of the things that was like kind of a splurge buy, but I mean, hey, we all make those and just you know throw some money out of something. But it's something I think it's just like I said, really cool with the names behind it, and you know you get a lot of these legendary developers that just you know want to do a simple game, uh, you know that you can just like you know jump on and play. And yes, you know there's no backlit screen, but everything like I hear about it is like you don't really need the backlit screen. Like the screen actually looks like that good. To where like it's still like super clear, and uh, that's one like I still like I forget about it randomly, but it's mm-hmm. like I know it's still in the background. Like I know it's coming sometimes. Like when it finally shows up, I was like, man, it's like it's, it's gonna be kind of wild, you know? <laughs> Indeed, and and you know, I'll tell you something else that uh, happened recently that's pretty wild. Is uh, there was a game store called the Game Room in Nebraska that just stumbled upon a huge like crate of sealed 90s video games from the 3DO to Sega Genesis, Saturn, Super Nintendo. 3DO. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this is like crazy. Um you guys can see some of the video footage online and uh you, you know th- these are the stories that kind of warm my heart that retro gaming has still got that mystery to it. Because I think we've gotten so jaded with the years of collecting and, you know, YouTube community and, and, you know, we just feel like, oh, there's just no more deals out there. Then you hear stuff like this and you're like, this is what, this is what fuels the endorphins of the chase, you know? (laughs) I love it. You never really know. I mean, like, there's still so many things. I mean, I think of everything from video games to, you know, old lost movies that might one day show up. I mean, you just, you, you never know, because, like, it could just be hidden in a box in somebody's attic, and then one day, somebody finds it. So, I mean, you know, if you got nothing else to look forward to, I mean, it's like, I mean, there's probably, like, I mean, that at least, you might get some cool, like, old new crap to pop up. I mean, that's always fun. Indeed. I mean, I like I said, that's the stuff that I always um, uh, had, like, dreams about when I would go, like, game hunting. I'm like, man, I'm going to find this. Uh, flea market or yard sale of these people that are always like, oh yeah, we got these shoe box of games we don't really want, you know. Uh, so to find to find stuff like that still sealed, this um, it, it's really awesome. I really love. Yeah, there was that. a guy uh, that lived near me. Uh, I don't know if you remember him on like Facebook and he Game Whiz. Um, mm-hmm. Like I bought a couple games from him. Like he moved, I think he was like Nebraska, Minnesota, like like somewhere out there, and he does a lot of like auctioning and stuff now. Uh-huh. And, like, I'm still friends with him on Facebook, and, like, I see this, like, if, like, it's not always, like, you know, usually not game-related, but as far as, like, old toys, like, he just met some old lady, and he was, like, helping her, like, clean her house, and it was, like, she let him get, like, all, you know, and it's, like, you know, he wasn't trying to, like, rip her off, but, I mean, like, he finds this insane stuff as far as, like, old pictures to war medals to wow. old toys and it's just like 
wow, I mean, like, I mean, you got to give respect to, like, people that are, like, in that game of, like, doing that and finding that stuff. Because, I mean, they really find just, I, I mean, it's just, it's like, it's crazy. Like, just, yeah. just to see the stuff, like, that people still just have up in their attic. And, like, you never know what you'll find. Indeed, indeed. And, you know, th- this all falls into a lot of, you know, like gaming preservation as well, you know, trying to hold on to history and because, and, you know, we're in we're in this weird world of like physical and digital media, uh, so much so that, you know, one of the biggest bombshells that happened this week was the uh, the Nintendo eShop for the Wii U and 3DS is going to be shutting down next year, next March 2023. So this is going to, you know, shut down the whole service. Like, people won't be able to download new games, new DLC. Uh, I think you can still download your previous downloads. Uh, but as of, like, a new ecosystem, there's there's nothing going to be there. So that, that really sucks. I mean, yeah. I mean, at some point, it's like they, they, like they all kind of run out. It's like maybe, you know, more things will move over, you know. Yeah. Two newer systems to where like you can still get the stuff because it's just like it, like at some point like it's like with that digital system like it, it, that's the one thing it's always going to be in the back of your head. It's like yeah, it's going to stop. It's like can like can I still play this? Can I still get this? Where, that's, where will this be available? Yeah, that's that's what goes through my mind with like the you know the Series S and the uh, digital PS5. Like they're cheaper, and for the now, it would be. A great investment for me, like economy wise, like because it'd be cheap, and I'm like I can enjoy modern gaming. But for the now, it sounds good. But for the later, it's like what's it going to be? You know, you know, six years from now, uh, will I still be able to access all that stuff? I mean, what's going to happen to that console? So that's that's one of the things that still make me leery about the all digital consoles. Yeah, because like if a game say you know requires like you know online, you know to play it will that functionality still be there? Whereas, like, you know, we can still go back and play, like, our old, you know, PS2s, at least, you know, usually if you have that disc. I mean, you always know, like, if it has online capabilities, like, that might not be there, but at least you can play the game. But sometimes, yeah. like, with digital, it's like, can't, like, can I still play that game? Um, and I, I like to think as time goes on, then maybe, you know, everything, like, you know, will ease up and, like, things will be a bit more, like, assured of the future of things like this, just because it becomes more common, mm-hmm. you know, they'll work more things out to where, you know, you won't just get like, you know, stuck with like a, you know, a brick system or something. With exactly. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe later on, you know, by the time those consoles are obsolete, there'll be like a, a huge homebrew community. That's just like spawning all this crazy stuff on dated digital only hardware. Yeah, we yeah we like this weird dystopian that. concept. <laughs> so like you said, I mean, it's that. I mean, you, you think of the game, you know, some games that were lost, you know, like like with the Wii, for instance, like the uh, those Konami ones, like the uh, the Castlevania and the Gradius and the Contra that were on the Wii. Yeah, um, you know, and I mean, those still exist now through like emulation. I mean, I'm not. I mean, mm-hmm. there's always licensing and rights. You never know. Like we're always like, why don't they put this out? Like, why isn't that? And there's always this. Well. Somebody's got half the rights, and someone has the other half. And yeah, it's a clusterfuck going on. Yeah, they could easily put like those three on like a, you know, like a like a disc or a cart, and I'm sure it's like that would still sell. But it's like sometimes you just like you don't know who has the rights. That's always an issue, you know. Certain franchises. That's why we don't have certain, you know, you know. You hear things about Goldeneye now. There might be a new version mm-hmm. of that, but that's one of those ones that always got tied up. Anything related to a movie, a franchise. Uh, you know, anything like that. It's like, you just, you never know what'll happen to it. And if you'll ever be able to play it again, because it is tied up, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think I like the Wolverine, uh, the, the, the Wolverine origins game, man. I remember playing that like that. Uh, yeah, it's like, that one was so fun. And it's like, is that some of those games and they'd just be lost in time because yeah. Right. Yep. It, it's really, really sad. But, uh, I mean, it just it is it just sucks that you know it's shutting down, and a lot of people are just like, "Oh man, I gotta get what I gotta get right now." And it's uh, of course is making the Wii U skyrocket for collecting. Oh my gosh, physical copies of Wii U have just like tripled in price. Wow. It, yeah, I it's I always thought that the Wii U would become very collectible because it's got a very small library to begin with, so it's more enticing for collectors. But like, oh, well, you know, I don't have. I only had to collect like 
300 games instead of like, you know, 3,000. So they tr- they start on it and then it like starts out cheap and then it starts getting so expensive and before you know it, it's it's like the freaking Sega Saturn the Nintendo that's what I'm calling it now. Yeah, probably. I mean, with just like with like way less games, it's like that was uh, you know because that was such a weird system and you mm-hmm. know, the fact that it's like we've seen so many you know with the re releases because so few had it you know like not like Nintendo doesn't have many and you know I'm not really calling it a failure. But I mean, it definitely wasn't up to the, you know, uh, you know what we're used to Nintendo scope of things, mm-hmm. and uh, the fact that so many of those games have been, and they were great games, and they've been re-released, you know, on the Switch. So at least so many people have missed out can can finally play it. Well, what did you think about the, uh, the the Nintendo Direct, James? I, di- I I heard bits and pieces. I didn't actually like watch it. I mean. I, like personally, me, I think the Mario Kart thing is like really cool. Oh yeah, um, a lot of people are hating on it, man. But dude, that's what made me get the. Uh, I just got the expansion pack for Nintendo Switch, and you know, I was, you know, me, I wasn't really too fond of that expansion pack. I'm like, ugh. But like that's when the I, one with the with the uh, with the Genesis and stuff on. Yeah, it? yeah. But like they include the, the DLC for Mario Kart, they they include the twenty four ninety nine DLC with that package. So I was like, okay, well if I get the uh, expansion pass, then you know I'll get the DLC. So I went ahead and jumped the boat on that. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. There's so so many cart levels. Oh my god. Yeah, I thought that, you know for what that is. I mean, so many people wanted just like a new game, but I mean, I, you know. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think it's almost kind of like, once again, you know, eight kind of missed out on, and then you know it was put it was put back out. You know, had new life. They already put some new levels and and stuff on there. You know that you could get. And then with this, it's like I almost think it's like a little late in the system's life. You know, for another one. I yeah. mean, you'll see a Mario Kart Nine. You know, you'll see. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be on the new console because they gotta. I I feel like the the formula they have for Mario Kart Eight so perfect, like like you you don't really need to do any tweaks on it really. So I mean, like if they were to make a Mario Kart Nine that was just in the same formula as Eight, it'd be kind of a waste. So save it for the new console, maybe like a new little gimmick or something like that. You yeah, know? if you wanted to go back to like Double Dash or something like yeah. that, and if they wanted to throw something in, they know how it works, and it's great. And it's like they're just—I just feel like they're giving us so much. And I mean, come on, we, we all complain about stuff, but I mean, I can, like I think the amount of tracks and everything they're like oh, giving yeah. you is just it. Like, it, I don't know, man. That's cool. Like I said, like definitely, I need to go ahead and sign up. You know, uh, I didn't necessarily know the logistics of everything. Like I, I knew I think you could pay like one price, or you could sign up. You know, for the online. Not like it's that expensive. Anyway, I think the Nintendo Online, yeah. despite what you, people might think about it, is still one of the most affordable, you know, ones. It's still yeah. very, very cheap. And you know, like, um, you know, fifty bucks. And and if you're if you're the kind of person who doesn't really have a whole lot of you know, like stuff like Raspberry Pis and and emulation and stuff like that, I mean, you you still get a good amount of retro games as well. Uh, spanning from the NES, Super NES, uh, Genesis, N sixty four. It's it it's pretty good, but uh, add on online capabilities for a lot of them too, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've been I've been enjoying going and playing some of the uh, N sixty four stuff on Switch. I've been I was playing some uh, Sin and Punishment. That was a lot oh, of fun. Oh wow, yeah. Do you see? That's another. That's one I remember on. Uh, that kind of had the sequel on Wii. Uh, oh yeah. I think it was the was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the sequel on Wii. I, th- I mm-hmm. think the original one. But man, yeah, that was. What a really that was a really cool game because that was uh, Japan only, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, it was Japan only, and uh, it's funny because I had Sin and Punishment on the Wii U, and they were selling it on the eShop. But when you bought it on the Wii U, it was still in Japanese. So the I think the Switch, that's where I played it. Yeah, so the Switch port is actually translated. So this is like the first like official English, if I'm not mistaken, English uh, version of Sin and Punishment. Do you know, does it have a online co-op on that? Because I know it was like a co-op game. Uh, I'm not sure. I'd, yeah. I'd have to check. I, just, I, know, I know some of the games, like, they added in, you know, online co-op or something. Even, you know, it's like old NES games and stuff. And it's like, that, I mean, that one would be a perfect one 
you know, to do it. And if they haven't, who knows? Like they might, because I mean that. Yeah, that was definitely like a really. That was a really cool game. Yeah, and I like um, I, I like uh, the the fact that they've been improving the emulation as well. Um, they've been you know updating it, so it's, it's becoming a lot more optimized. And uh, you know, I was playing some games with the Switch Pro controller on the N sixty four, and some of it was kind of weird, like the button placement was kind of weird. But mm. for the most part, it was it was pretty fun. It wasn't too bad. I wish yeah. they, I, I can't wait for them to put more N sixty four games because it's like you hear the list and you're like, oh, that's that's not too bad. But when you see all the games on the screen, you're just like, oh, that's it. You know? Yeah, I mean, you get limited and you run too. It's like, once again, I mean, for me, many people, of course, you know, No Mercy, the wrestling games, those are ones like, of course, like, we're not going to see. Yeah. Um, I would hope for maybe like Beetle Adventure Racing. Like, maybe oh, <laughs> yeah. if we get that. Like, that's awesome a good game. It's a really good racer. That would be awesome. I, I could think of a couple N64 games I would like for them to put on there. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I, I'd love to see like the, the the Ogre Battle. That'd be great. Yeah, people would love. Yeah, uh, you know that's kind. Of, that's you know not necessarily the same thing as like Final Fantasy, but I mean that's kind of up there with that. Oh yeah, of, like, legendary status of games. You know that people played, loved. Um, I like, like, I'm a big fan of the, the, and like I said, who knows where the rights lie, but that, ah, oh God, I can't see, I can't remember the name. It was that fighting series that was on the 64. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. I cannot remember the name of it. Yeah, I have them. They had two, uh, not, it's not Fighter's History. I don't know what I want to call it that. It's definitely not that. Um, but that, honestly, and like I said, I did not play that series till like later because NCC4, not really known for fighting games, you know, I mean, we had like yeah. the Darkness, which, uh, still always cool. That'll hold a special place in my heart. Uh, but the, the fighting series on there, I'm like, I'm, stuck, yeah, I'm still racking my brain trying to think of what it is. Um, I think I'll dig through my carts and, and see. But I, honestly, <laughs> I enjoyed both those and I, I thought, uh, you know, for what it was and being in a system, like, not known for fighting games, like, it wasn't Tekken, wasn't Virtual Fighter, uh, but I actually thought it was really good for what it was. Yeah. I'm actually, like, a, like I'm a, a pretty big fan of that series. Like, I would love uh, to see those pop up on there, but like I said, once again, rights, who made it, you know, I don't know, just because it was on Nintendo doesn't mean, you know, they own it. I mean, they're lucky to, you know, own so many of their huge franchises put them out themselves but some of these just like little stray games like this it's like who like where'd it go it's like they (laughs) it might be just lost you know yeah i um i i definitely i'm definitely looking forward to seeing what new n64 games they throw on there and like i said there's so many i can think of like mystical ninja uh that that whole series that'd be fun but I think, yeah. too, the more people that sign up, you know, and jump on that, you know, kind of gives them more, you know, money to invest and more of them thinking, like, well, you know, it's we got so many people signing up. It's like, let's give them more. I mean, I think, I think they've been pretty cool, you know, with, like, giving people things like that. So, uh, like I said, I'm definitely going to jump on it. And then, you know, what we're going to hope for is just more stuff and more people putting out these old, you know, franchises that people just miss. And it's like, and these companies and whoever might as well make a, you know, some bucks off of it. Cause like, if you don't give it to us, we're just going to emulate it. So yep. if you give it to me for a decent price on a system, it's just easy to like, you know, pay. And it's like, I, Hey, I'm like, I love this series. Like, I don't mind giving these guys like a little bit of money. Like I'll do that. It's like hopefully we'll see more of that. Yeah, that's what, that's one of the that's one of the common misconceptions that people have sometimes when I mention emulation. Like they automatically think I'm like this person who just doesn't like to buy video games, and it's like no, that's not what it is. Like if if I have a more convenient way to like support a series and throw my money at it, I, I'm going to do it. Even if I already have it on like say my Raspberry Pi, I'll still buy it on the Switch because I'm like, well, now I have it portably. You know, how many times have like we bought Symphony of the Night? How oh my gosh! So, many, so millions of us. Or Street Fighter Two. I have so many copies of Street Fighter Two on so many different platforms. It's scary. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they kind of made it easy to have like multiple copies of all their stuff because it was like, yeah, just, always had a new one out. But it's like, yeah, no, these like people say like, we just want the stuff. It's like usually we don't mind paying. It's like sure you'll have yep. the person that's just not going to, but like. You give us affordable, 
easy, especially like I said, adding in you know you know newer things. Like I said, online capabilities to play older games with friends. People will buy these, and sometimes we see these things disappear. You know, whether you know it's Simpsons, Ninja Turtles, like those games. Often we see them pop up, as you mentioned earlier, with the digital formats of systems and stuff. That these games will pop up for a little bit and then disappear. It's like if you don't get it, you know. I mean, we see them pop up on some of these like arcade one ups. Yeah, like those games have resurfaced there. But it's like still just to have a you know easy version Ninja Turtles arcade game on the Switch. Like five bucks, ten bucks. I mean, I guarantee you, so many people would buy that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I always, you know, what I really like. I always like it when like a game comes out and it comes with the digital code of of the predecessor. Um, because like, okay, this would be cool. This would be cool. Imagine that they, because you gotta get the new Ninja Turtles game coming out. Yeah. Um, imagine to make a physical of it. You get the physical and you get a download code for like uh, Turtles in Time. Boom. Yeah. Oh, dude. And like the little digital code comes in a little pizza box packaging. Yeah. Boom. There you go. It's sold. So many people would sell. Oh, like, dude. That'd be awesome. <laughs> this is great. And you, you, you get that. I mean, this is something like I mentioned later, but it's like I was playing uh, R-Type DX uh, on my uh, analog pocket. And it was like. What, like I, I'd had this cart, and I don't think I'd ever played it. I was just like, "Wow!" I'm like, "Man, this has got like Game Boy Color version, the DX, and it's got R Type One and Two. It's got like three games on this one cart. That's so amazing." And, and you think that's like old Game Boy <laughs> Color, man? It's like, "Wow!" Like, this is just people want a little, a little bit of value. A little, you get that little bit of old school, uh, you know, a little combo deal. It's, it's, so it's nothing. But, that's nothing but money for these people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we absolutely love that stuff, especially you know. I mean, it, and the thing about it is too, like with physical media, like the little trinkets and the little stuff they add just makes me want to collect it more as as a collector. Like, oh man, that just this feels like history. Like I saw the limited <laughs> run. Uh, they had the and first I was, I was like Castlevania. It was Castlevania something, and I was like, I'm like what is it? Like what is this? And I'm like, and it was the it's simply the night. Well, you know, once again, and uh, and Rondo of Blood, it like limited run, mm-hmm. but it's got like this whole little pack of like you know, like you said, like little trinkets and just stuff to where I'm like, like I I gotta check how much this is. So I was like, <laughs> exactly. It, it's like depending on the price of that, I was like, I'm I'm gonna buy Symphony of the Night once again. <laughs> I really because that was like the old PSP collection. Yeah, I know they put it out digitally too, but initially I don't know if it's Castlevania Requiem or something like that. But you know that that was what we first saw. It was on the PSP. I mean that was huge even back then. Because that's like, what made me buy a PSP was the it was the Dracula X Chronicles on that, the PSP. Yes. Whew. It's like you, you had Save of the Night, you had the original Rondo of Blood, and then you had the, the, the remake. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool because you had to unlock um, Symphony of the Night and the original Rondo. Yeah. Uh, which it, they're pretty easy to unlock. I, I, I might have had somebody else do it for me. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> it, it's like, but, but it's like that was just a really cool you know, thing to see. And I've seen, uh, I had a friend, he bought the 3DS for uh, Mirrors of Fate. I mean, mm-hmm. he wasn't really that happy at the outcome of it all, but uh, you know, still yeah, that game was decent. That just show- yeah, it was decent, but that just shows you, I think, that like Castlevania, like that, st- like legitimately, that was a system seller for you, it was mm-hmm. a system seller for another friend of mine. I mean, it just like shows you like how viable like that franchise still is, and you know. You, you never know, you know. Konami might be coming back, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of Konami, uh, I actually did a, a review recently of uh, the Getz Fumiden Undying Moon. Um, it was a like a Famicom reboot uh, sort of game, and it was a uh, roguelike. And um, I did a review of that, and that, that was actually a pretty good game. And it was funny because when you it's it's been blowing up. And you go through the comments, and it's it's kind of sad that there are people that are going to refuse to play this game just because they hate Konami that much. I was like, oh my god! I was like, how can you? It's like, what, just because they they stopped? I mean, you can't. You know, like, you, you can turn your back on Contra, turn your back on Alucard, <laughs> Simon. Just like, I mean, you, you I mean, Konami. I will say, I mean, Konami's done some scummy things. I mean, the most recent stuff's the whole NFTs, Ugh. you know, that whole debacle. 
but you know, like everyone always brings up the pachinko machines. They bring up um, Kojima, which yo Kojima has moved on. He's like doing his own thing. Like you guys still have Konami in your head, rent free for Kojima. Like Kojima could care less at this point. So <laughs> it's like it's like okay, the world's moved on from this, but people still bring it up, and and they just hate, hate Konami. And it's like, well. You know, this this game's actually really, really awesome. You probably should check it out. And know? I mean, and like I said, you just gotta think of like like everything they gave you before. It's like these games, people still like I said, I uh, they had a great deal. I mentioned this before, where it was the the Castlevania collection on Switch, yeah, and it was the uh, the GBA collection. And I mean, I got both for like at, at most it was twenty five bucks. Um, yep. And that was like, t- I don't know, it was like, f- you know, t- 10 to 15 games. is a lot of Castlevania. A I lot mean, of Castlevania. A very good price. And it's like, it was very hard to pass up. Like I said, these classic franchises. I mean, they could easily come out. Konami, you know, tomorrow come out with like a killer new Castlevania, killer new Contra, and then people just would be kissing their butt, you know? Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, true, though. It's it, true. It, 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 it really is, but it, yeah, I'm I'm very interested to try out um, that one, the the, the get put suit in or uh, yeah. Actually, would like to. Go, I need to go back and like find the old one. Like yeah, because the old one first. Yeah, because the old one was like a Zelda two clone. Oh wow! And uh, this one, it's like it's side scrolling, like two D. It's got this really cool like art style, like yeah, it looked wild. Yeah, it was like very watercolory, and you hear like the the Japanese flutes. It's it's very atmospheric, and um, it's more of a roguelike. Which I mean, I'm not a big roguelike person. I, I I'm not a big fan of the genre, but there are some exceptions. Like uh, Hades was really good. I really enjoyed that, and Binding of Isaac. And uh, gets Fumadens also in that in that category because you know when you die you have to start all the way back over again but the experience from your death carries over to your new life and yeah. uh, it gets kind of cumbersome going through the same thing over and over and over again but the mechanics makes it fun and makes you want to keep doing it so that's a good yeah, that's like, a good I'm on them seeing that and like I said and just like the graphic style looks really good and I mean. That can always be a big factor. Um, like even thinking, like I heard recently, and I hadn't watched it yet, but I heard there was like a Cuphead, yes. uh, cartoon series on Netflix. And it's funny you mentioned that, James, because I was going to mention that, and I was also going to mention that the uh, Shinmu anime is now on Crunchyroll. Really? Yep, they've done two episodes so far, and uh, from what I hear, it's pretty good. I mean, and these are from some of the. Most diehard Shinmu fans that I know, like ones that were like a part of the whole Shinmu three community, and they're like, you know what? It's not too bad. And I'm like, okay. That's just the most you can ask for. Like, I mean, really nowadays, you like, yeah, I'm like, that's not horrible. I'm like, you know, we look at things like we had the Castlevania anime, like which you know actually was like you know, pretty good. It wasn't um, bad. No, and it's like it's like it's just cool to see these. That sometimes even if you know, uh, yeah, you, you finally had Shin Move Three, but sometimes like even if some of these games, uh, you know, don't go on in game form, that you, know, you might get something like anime. Like I mean, just think of all the you know, I don't know, it's like a, like an anime like Ghouls and Ghosts, man. Like that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, you know, and just to see these, you know, they can live forever. You know, in game form, we'll always have those. But to see like. You know, new versions. And like I said, you might want a game, but may, you know, maybe you get the anime. We kind of like, can... got something like that with Final Fantasy VII before, uh, you know, we got the Final Fantasy VII remake. Before that, it was like you had Final Fantasy VII, and then you had, you remember Final Fantasy uh, VII Added Children? Remember that? That was kind of like a... It was like a pseudo-sequel to Final Fantasy VII. But it was Wouldn't a movie. Did it play like seven? Oh, it was like a movie. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was almost thinking it was like an interactive game or something. Uh, <laughs> well, but, they did. But, they did spawn. They did spawn some games from Avid Children. Like that's when you got Crisis Core and you know some mobile that, games. That and Cerebus stuff. game or something on the PSP was. On oh, that, that one. the the Cerebus. I think that was the. Uh, I think that was the fighting game. They had like a three D fighting game. It had something game. to do with the with the long haired, uh, the black lo- the long haired, the long black haired guy. 
<laughs> with a long and, sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just came out weird that, but it was like he like he had some type of game, and you didn't have these kind of like you know different little subsets like of it to like it still kind of lived on until people finally got you know the remake they wanted. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, Avid Children was kind of like that. Uh, carryover like you were mentioning how it kind of lived on and uh, i mean of course the success of avid children and uh just you know before we knew it, we saw that little teaser at ps3 like back in the ps3 was first announced they showed that little teaser of final fantasy 7 then years later in 2015 we got the um final fantasy remake announcement at e3 along with shinmu 3 so it all comes back together to shinmu it takes a while I mean, they like, they all kind of come back, you know. And then you can look, too, uh, at the series of, like, you know, Resident Evil movies. Um, yeah. Whether some of the CGI ones. Um, I still want to see that uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. I was going to say, I hadn't seen that. In a, I hadn't seen that yet. Didn't I think Ryan liked it, didn't he? Yeah, no, no, he did. And he was definitely, like, he really kind of appreciate when someone's, like, you know, it's, like, for, for what it is, you know, you kind of mm-hmm. got to go into it. Like, there's a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, that's one, like, I also, like, have not watched, um, kind of waiting to get up with a friend of mine, and, like, it's one that, like, skips, kind of like Halloween, mm-hmm. skips everything else, and then just goes into, but it's like, you see it, it's like, well, it's like, it's back, you know, but Resident Evil, I mean, like I said, we've had a whole series of movies before, and, I mean, Ryan, you know, we know he loves Resident Evil, so I really yeah. respect his opinion on it, and for, you know, him saying, he's like, yeah, he was like, it was like, it was pretty good. I had a good time. It's like to me, that's like a huge recommendation. So like that, that's one I definitely, uh, definitely want to check that one out. And it's, yeah, it's out on Blu-ray now, and so it's also, uh, it actually was up for rent, but like when it was still in the theaters, it was like twenty bucks. So it's like I'm sure you can probably rent it for like five dollars now, or you can buy the Blu-ray. Yeah, Ryan has good, good taste and stuff. So I really, if he recommends something, I, I'm like, all right, I need to check this out. Yeah, like I said, especially from something like a franchise like Resident Evil, like I'm someone I actually know and that loves it, and it's like, hey, it's like, this is like, is it the greatest thing? No. It's like, will you hate it? No. It's like, oh, well, like you, that you, works. And, and you know, the thing, and going back to it, and, and I hadn't seen it myself, so I'm just talking about from face value from what I've seen from trailers, and you know, the acting was very cheesy, and everyone was like, oh, the acting's so cheesy, and I'm like, man, this makes you think of old school Resident Evil. Because yeah. it, it it was like in that same style of dialogue, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, this is kind of like a parody of the of the first video game." <laughs> I mean, bring that in, like people that knew that grew up with that. It was just like, I mean, yeah, it's like everybody recognized the so yeah recognized the campiness, and, yeah, and weird. It's like you you got to go in for you know for what it is, and like I said, my my wife actually who doesn't play video games is like a fairly big fan of video game movies, you know, and the ones like I said the the Yakuza movie. I think mm-hmm. it's is great. Like, I'm kind of surprised, like, there really hasn't been, like, another one. I mean, as a game itself, it's, you know, it, I mean, it's very, you know, movie-like with all the cutscenes. But oh. what it was, once again, like I said, it, it's movie like a dragon, which is pretty, I mean, it's pretty good. Man, I know it was back when it actually came out. It's 10, 15 years old now. And, I mean, it's, like, she sat down, watched it. She'd see me play Yakuza some. Because, like I said, it's, it's cinematic. She'll, like, dig that, like, a little bit more. And, like, her watching that movie, she actually enjoyed it. Like, it's, it's yeah. so weird. It's so weird that, like, my wife, like, she likes video game movies. I don't, like, she, I think she likes them more than me. I don't know. Because, like, this, I'm makes think of, it. makes me think of my mom. My mom likes the Silent Hill movie. She's like, that's a oh, movie. Oh, yeah, man. I she mean, really man. liked it. And I was like, because I was watching it. And she's like, what are you watching? I'm like, I'm watching Silent Hill. And she's like, oh, let me check it out. And I'm like, well, it's based off a video game. I don't know if you'd like it. But she understood what was going on, and she liked it, you know? But Definitely better than Alone in the Dark movie. <laughs> well, one of the things I was going to tell you, James, was when you were mentioning uh, Yakuza, I, I, I need to figure out how to get this uh, ISO going, and I'll, I'll send you, uh, I'll help you out with this, James, because they have an English translation of Yakuza Black Puma. For the PSP. Oh, wait, it, it, this is so funny. Like, I don't know. But it, it's, you, you might can't see it. I'm showing it to Xander. I actually have Black Puma. Oh, gosh. Right, right there. <laughs> He's showing it to me, guys, on the camera. I That's so funny. Yet. I bought it on PSP because it's uh, PSP is apparently region free. Yes. I, I got this for like, uh, you know, like 10 bucks. 
and I've yet to try it just because I know like I'm gonna get stuck and it's gonna be tough. But man, like I said, that like that's another one, dude. They could totally re-release that. Oh yeah, English translation. Man, come on, Sega. I mean, you say Sega did it good with Sega with Sonic Mania. They need to do this with the Yakuza series. Like, take these fan translations and make them digital downloads. They'll sell like hotcakes. As big as it is, you figure you know this game and you know uh, stemming out into the uh, what's the other series? The uh, something eyes the 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 detective guy. I don't, I don't know what it's called. But, it, you know, it plays like Yakuza. Like the the Judgment, series. yeah. Judgment, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You know, like, to see, you know, Yakuza come out, all these, you know, remakes all the old games and they have it, you know, being so popular. They have Judgment, like, stem off of that, which is, you know, like, as we all know, it's kind of like the same thing. To have that, and it's just like, man, like, especially on, like, Switch, like, that would be, like, a perfect, like, oh, yeah. put on there is, like, remakes of... Uh, you know the PSP series, and it's like I'm just like, like I said, it's it's one just I, I like I bought it, and it's like I didn't pop it in yet, just because like I know I'm just gonna get stuck. So it's like, man, yeah, that would be wild to play like a translated version of that. It would be so cool. Yeah, I I saw that online. Uh, big shout out to my friend John. He's the one that sent me the message on Facebook, and I'm like, oh my god. It's funny too because I, me and John, like. We have very similar tastes in games, and it's like nine times out of ten, I'll show him a game that I just got that he just got at the same time, or vice versa. <laughs> He's like, "Dude, check out what I just got, Mike. Dude, I just bought this." <laughs> it's it's funny. always funny, yeah. It's like it's just like when you hit off with people like that. It's just it's like definitely like his like that same vibe with mm-hmm. with some of his games, and see that like yeah, man, that that would be a great. Uh, Series and like I said, I, I still go back to the, uh, uh, the you know the uh, the samurai style yak. You see, I, yeah, I still want to play that one. I haven't Man, played that. I, one I'm yet. sure that there's got to be some translation like out there you can get. Like I like I would love to. Like I said, you know, I have the physical discs and like I've kind of tried to play it, but like I said, it's it, it you know hence my apprehension with the PSP one because like I've yeah tried the Japanese you know uh, Yakuza game uh, Kensident and it's not Kensident. Uh, there's two of them though, but like I said, it's, it's kind of based on uh, Miyamoto Musashi, uh, which also is very fascinating. I would love to play those. Like, I mean, can you imagine like a pack with those? You get the Samurai, you know, uh, PS3 games, and then throwing the PSP ones. That's you know, I'd pay a hundred dollars for that, man. Like, it's just <laughs> I mean, that, I'd rather be like fifty or sixty, but I mean, it's like I would pay more. That and that's another thing. Like the freaking Yakuza series, their collector's editions are just so, so premium. Oh my gosh! You'd be like, oh yeah, you get Kiwami and you get like this really nice like shot glass and like wine set. <laughs> it's oh like, god, yeah, the whole yeah, dude, the, the, so the, cool. The whole Yakuza six. That, that that's the one. That's yeah, the one all the the glasses sitting right next to me. Like that thing is like insane. It's like that's a. I was like, it's just a cool, and once again, one I was kind of surprised to actually, you know, just see, you know, for, like, from oh, yeah. love, and they're like, it's just, like, out there, and it's like, and once again, like, I'm confident, too, like I said, we'll, we'll get, like, another, uh, you know, Yakuza movie, um, like, it's like, it'll happen, but I do, like I said, I do say the old one, it's, uh, it's great, I think it's on YouTube, it's called Like a Dragon, might be subtitled, but, I mean, it's still, you know, like I said, it follows the game has some extra sub-stories that are, like, not in it, uh, like, at all, that are, like, not in the game. They just kind of, like, added them in. But, I mean, dude, like, one of the best video game movies, like, like for me, like I said, just, you know, going and loving the series, seeing the movie, um, it's actually, like, one of the best ones, which is, like, pretty amazing because it's still very, uh, I think, underrated and kind of underseen. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. And it's it's uh, Takashi Miike, too. Like yeah. the, the freaking crazy ass director. Yeah. Oh my god. Many many crazy horror movies, and you know, with, with that, like I said, and once again, I always bring up uh, uh, Beat Takeshi, who did the uh, the Outrage series. To which, if anybody, if you like Yakuza, like you got like you got to see Outrage. Yes. Like, so, like he was even in Yakuza Six. Like Beat Takeshi, yep. he was the yeah, he's like the the small time gangster guy in Yakuza Six near the beginning. But it's like he's a he's a pretty big director in Japan. 
And uh, he's got a like I said, outrage series. I've mentioned it many times before. It's like if you're a Yakuza fan, it's like you really need to see it. It's, it's like, really good. You, you'll get it. Like it's it's got the humor. It's I never thought like somebody cutting a finger off and be like so funny. Uh, <laughs> which goes back to to if you like Yakuza movies, the uh, uh, battles without honor and humanity, which is an old '60s uh, Yakuza Japanese series, uh, which I've been watching. Once again, has a very funny cutting your finger off scene. Like in this, you know, like this is back in the 60s, 70s. Yeah. Like, man, it's like, wow, it's like that, that was even funny. Apparently, the cutting your finger off thing is just like a complete shtick. You know? Yeah. It's, it's like a gimmick. It's like, this is like nobody really cares. And so you just cut your finger off for nothing. But, uh, it, that, I don't know. I, I highly recommend most uh, Japanese Yakuza movies. And like I said, I got into those kind of through. Yeah, as a game, and uh, also like uh, like many years ago, watching martial arts movies, uh, really cool. It's an American film just called uh, The Yakuza. It was based on a book. It's got Robert Mitchum. Uh, some people might know him as the in shape, out of shape guy from uh, like Family Guy. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a, a classic actor and uh, Toshihiro Mifune. Uh, you know, he was in like Seven Samurai. And so many classic samurai movies is like in that it's actually a it's a really good film too um and that that's kind of what uh, kind of got me interested in yakuza black rain man hey michael douglas like that it's <laughs> a lot of great like yakuza movies honestly yeah i mean it kind of sprouts off of that whole like ninja craze we had in the 80s oh. you know like everything was ninja it was like oh my gosh so many ninja stuff in the 80s yeah, and it was so funny how like news got tied into like satanic panic, like they like they really did. Like people couldn't understand. Like if you grew up in the eighties, like ninjas, Dungeons and Dragons, and you know horror movies and everything just like all got thrown into the same pile. Yeah, and like it was all just horrible stuff that would like rot your mind. And it's like, <laughs> oh man, this is like this is great because I mean. We actually had like ninja murders uh, here in uh, Fayetteville. Uh, it was it was actually some GIs because uh, it's, it's a big military town, and uh, they dressed up in like ninja garb and went out and uh, killed a family out in Eastover. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, yeah. This I, I like. I have a. I, I remember growing up with that. You know, like it happened in the eighties, actually. Wow. Like, uh, uh, cousin of mine actually was going to buy the house. And the uh, realtor had to tell them, it's like, we should let you know, like, you know, this, <laughs> the ninja murders happened here. And it was, oh like, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, ah, uh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll pass. But yeah, it was, it was really, it was called the ninja murders. Pretty fascinating. Like, there's even a book called murders along the Cape fear, uh, that I had. That's just all of, you know, uh, from the kind of like early sixties on, it, you know, a lot of, uh, ones, but it looks so at that one just kind of, it looks so at that fell into satanic panic. Like, yeah, the, the ninjas. It wasn't as like a martial art. It was just like it was like scary, and just <laughs> you know, dark. Like Dungeons and Dragons. Like it's not just like a game you play with your friends. It's like you're gonna go out like Tom Hanks in Mazes and Monsters. Uh, <laughs> also, it's a very cool movie uh, where he gets uh, he's just crazy and he plays Dungeons and Dragons and gets lost in the sewer. And it was kind of based on a true story where uh, some kid just like lived in like the sewer system of a college or something it's just i don't know it's cool early tom hanks movie huh well uh well, we can get into some uh games we've been playing um i i haven't really been playing a whole lot myself um i got uh the the skatebird game uh, you know what I'm t- have you seen this james the skatebird yeah, I don't know. it sounds cool it's yeah it's like it, yeah, it's like the, these birds. It's like Tony Hawk, but instead of like skateboarders, they're birds, and they're on like little fingerboards, and they're you know skateboarding in someone's backyard or something. And I'm like, oh man, I've been really wanting to get this game, and I got it, and it's just really bad. It's not. Ugh. Yeah, the controls are horrible. Really, like great. it had me for a minute. I was like, oh, that I know. Cool. Great concept, but horrible execution. Uh, been playing that. Been playing uh, the Pinball FX3. Been playing some of the tables on that, like the Alien vs. Predator and the E.T. and Back from the Future. Um, I have, like, nothing but, like, good to say about any of the uh, pinball collections like I've played, man, like, digitally. I think that, man, dude, the At Games table. I've been oh, saying, yeah. I, I gotta say, man, it's, like, it's like it's high, dude. Like, that's, 
you know, when I'm looking at things like I get an Xbox, I was like, you know, like there's so many like other things you could get because that thing's like almost 800 bucks. Oh, yeah. If you like pinball and like all the reviews I've seen, I mean, granted, I know these people got the system for free to review, but I like to think some of these, you know, some of the YouTuber reviewers have integrity and like, yeah, completely BS you. I mean, it lit, man, it looks cool. And I was just like, as good as the ones are like on consoles, I was like, that just seems like that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. And to see what people have done as far as like modding, you know, and put, I know you're big on the shoot 'em ups, you know, and people put a lot of like shoot 'em ups on uh, that table too. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's in such a great aspect ratio for those. Yeah. Top you gun. Yeah. Huge screen, man. I mean, so, but yeah, there's some great ones. Actually, uh, a friend at work, I was going to buy, because we were talking about pinball, I was going to buy her one of the uh, pinball collections because there's a. Uh, like I said, I mean, there's quite a few different ones, man. And I mean, like honestly, the only stinkers are the ones that are on Switch that are like, uh, they're like a like either a dollar or two dollars. Yeah, random. Pe- yeah, those are those oh, are horrible. Dude, those are terrible. I mean, they're still kind of fun, but I mean, that like really, they're awful. But like, if you want a good experience, there you get the Williams Collection, the uh, the uh, the. I don't know, man. There's there's so many now. I've really never really played like a bad one, other than those Switch two dollar games. Yeah, the, the Switch two dollar ones are like they're, they're like really small indie companies, and they're just I don't know. They're like something's off about them. It's like they made them out in paint or something. It's really weird. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's really weird. You gotta play like Pinball Quest on NES. Something else is like better. But yeah, the uh, the at games pinball machine makes you think of the pinball machine that I have at uh, my my job at Pachinko World. It's a uh, it's the same concept, and uh, it's the whole emulation, like you know what they call virtual pinball, where it's this you know the LED screen that you know emulates the pinball table, and you got like he's got like six thousand tables built into this thing, and it is so awesome. I mean, oh my gosh. And the emulation's really, really done well. You can actually tilt the the machine, and you know he put some new speakers, so the, it has a really good bass to it. So um, yeah, I, I was like, man, this needs to catch on, and it seems like it has with the with the at games because at games is kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean they were like a stinker like for a while, dude. Like people hated on them, but actually, oh yeah, see them come out with something positive, and like when I mention it to you know certain friends, and they're like. At games, they're like, yeah. I don't. I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, I was like, I really think it's different. And like, you know, to see them, you know, come out with that, like, it looks awesome. Like I said, price still, I don't know, man. And it like, it's still a little high. Yeah, it's it's. But I'm debating it. I am debating it. uh, Now, I I will I will close off with this on 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 my games I've been playing because I think this would be a good segue to uh to you, James, but. Something I've been thinking about getting is the Evercade Versus. Mm. Um, you know, I've been watching a couple of videos, and I saw some of the collections. You know, and at first, you know, I thought they were just like cartridges of like arcade collections, and I'm like, that's cool, but you know, it is what it is. But then I found out about the indie, the indie games, and I'm like, oh my god! So that's what I'm thinking about getting. Because I'm gonna get that uh, the Xeno Crisis Tanglewood combo. It's like twenty. Yeah, bucks. That, that, that's one. And you know, like I said, I've uh, you know, I kind of got overloaded in a sense because you know I got my analog pocket and I got the uh, the ah, shit. I'm sorry. The uh, the Evercade. The Evercade. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the Evercade handheld. I kind of got them at the same time because, like, yeah, you did. It took a little bit. I'd ordered from uh, Play Asia. Um, like I said, if you want that, it, like the Versus system, I think is easier to find now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like the main difference being, like, if you want to have the co-op function, one's a console. The handheld also plugs up to the TV. Um, like I said, they're a little bit tougher to find. Like I said, Play Asia, I definitely got it. I had to wait a little bit. But I got a better deal than like if you bought one off of like eBay or Amazon because they seem because it's been out for a couple years now. So I think yeah, maybe it's just it's kind of weighing down. But you see a lot more videos, you know, on the VS system. And like I said, they're really I have about four or five uh, of the carts. Like I said, we, you know, we got a Lynx collection. 
The oh. carts, the carts are so cheap, and the packaging is so premium. Going back to packaging, like you know, I think that's a recurring theme in this episode. But like, it's got the nice clamshell. It's all uniform. You get a nice glossy booklet. I mean, instruction booklet. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, this is not just like, oh, let's you know, tickle the the nostalgia and 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 get these people to get these like little plug and plays. It's like, no, this is actually like a little niche console, and it's really really cool. No, it, very cool. It's all licensed, and I will say, like I said, not all. You know, you can have a car that has up to. You know, twenty games, or you can have a cart that has, as we said, with you know, like the the Tanglewood and such. That one has two. Um, some carts have eight games. Uh, it really varies, and honestly, I would recommend because, like I said, I've got a few, and there is a little bit of price difference in some. And I want to say there's two carts. I don't know if it's the Atari. Uh, I can't remember. So there's, I want to say, two carts that actually won't play on the Versus system. They only play on the handheld. Ah, um, but I'm sure that information is like easily findable to look up, and people will let you know. Like I said, they are great. I mean, you have ones like the Oliver Twins collections. Uh, you know, where you get lots of you know, British games. As soon as you get like, the mm-hmm. Micro Machines, um, you got a collection of that stupid little egg guy. Um, <laughs> that you know, we we never knew anything about till we got like emulation. We're like, what is this egg guy? Um, but like I said, the Lynx collection is very cool. Um, Actually, the thing is, is some of the versions actually are like the uh, NES ones to where I kind of, I kind of would have liked to have had, uh, well, I think they have like a Double Dragon one, for instance, and it has the NES Double Dragon. Uh. It's like, I would, I would have had the arcade, but everything I hear with the Versus Arcade is they have, I mean, like I said, it's ongoing. So, I mean, like they've had an established product for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. His cartridges, like I said, it's all licensed quality you know it's good once in a while with the handheld you might have to like reset it and cut it back on like you'll know right away because the sound might be like a little off mm-hmm. but uh they definitely have plans to do more arcade stuff because that that's what i know for me that's what i always love because you know i mean i grew up with the nes and it's like i love it but i have it on so many things and then we have the arcade ones too but like lots of times people want that they just want the arcade version yeah so and, and arcades yeah, and arcades are uh, arcade memories are harder to archive because I mean, other than you know things like this, all we have is Mame, you mm-hmm. know. So we don't really have a whole lot. I mean, yeah, there's collections that came out over the years of like arcade perfect, like Midway collections, uh, the Capcom collections, and stuff like that. But uh, overall, this is just a really niche way to collect arcade history. I was know? a big fan of the Retrocade. I mean, like I said, the like the the Retrocade. The second version they had um, definitely expanded because the first I had both of them. I had both versions like because it was just, you know it was cheap, lots of arcade stuff. I didn't have as many pies and stuff as the time. Um, but the first one had more console versions, and it's just lots of times it's like man, it's like we have these on so many different things. It's like I was like I want the arcade. So with the uh, second retrocade, I mean they really stepped up. I mean I thought that was. You know, just like an awesome experience, and you can add stuff onto it. You know, I have like SD cards, you know, with extra games and stuff on there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm I'm really like, like I'm with you. Like, I'm a supporter, you know, of the uh, Evergate, and like I said, with the Versus system and with it getting you know a little bit more popularity and being on the public, I think we'll definitely see more collections. You know, we'll get better ones. You'll get more of the arcade ones. But I mean, you know, they're very fun, and like I said, like typically they're twenty bucks few of the ones, like I said, from my experience in buying them, um, can go up to 35 to 40. Um, but like I said, last time, you you know, you can't get between 10, 20 games. And it's just, you know, and then, you know, maybe find a deal of a lot if someone has a couple of them, you know, on eBay. But part of the fun, like I said, make sure you don't just get the cartridge because I saw people selling just the carts. And yeah. I, you know, with, especially with me and Xander, you know, part, like, part of the fun, like we still have that old school. Like, we still like to collect stuff. And we oh, don't yeah. do as much as we used to, but we still like that. And like, like you said, these carts are very nice. Clamshell, instruction, you know, multiple games. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I think, like, it, it, <laughs> this is a system you're into. You just, like, you definitely want to get the, uh, like I said, get get the whole cart, uh, you know, with the uh, package instruction. Yeah, yeah. Know, don't, just, don't get loose. It just loose. makes it better. Don't get them loose. No. And, and people that are selling them loose, shame on you. 
And what did you do with the rest of it, man? What did you do? <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> we know now, we know by now that you can't. I, I was talking about this on a stream. I was talking about, you know, back in the day when I was a kid and I didn't think about, you know, oh, this game's in a box. It's going to be worth something. And I remember getting an NES game and just ripping the cardboard case to get to the cartridge. <laughs> You see, see, I'm you know? I'm convinced. I still like in my mom's attic that like I still have them like flattened out in a box. Oh yeah. Like I don't know. I like to think like I swear I still got about like thirty, forty game boxes and like instruction booklets just flattened out somewhere in the attic. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll go up there one day and it's like I'll I'll find them. But uh, uh yeah, I wish I wish I would have took care of my boxes. Like I just. All I cared about was the cartridge and the dust sleeve and the instruction manual. That was it. Like the, the box I didn't even think about until I was much older. Yeah, no, it, it really, it's like, that, but it, it was just packing. I mean, you didn't, it was just, it was like a waste of space. This is the instruction book. It's like, you could read that. Like, that was fun. Everybody did that. You bought that game. You read that book. On the yeah. Back oh, yeah. On the store. Yeah, I mean, there's so many times I would read a booklet just because I couldn't play the game at the time. I would just pull the booklet out and be like, yeah, I'm going to go and play some yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that means like Final Fantasy, man, Dave. Uh, that book, that's a thick book, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, other than that, James, uh, before we wrap up, uh, what have you been playing? Oh, man, I, I really haven't been. I, well, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I still have his, uh, and to come in the future, we'll have like a, a Game Gear episode. Oh um, yes. We just kind of wanted to catch back up with everybody because we, you know, we've had some gaps, like uh, you know, due to work schedules and stuff. But uh, still, the analog pocket, man. Uh, you know, I've been playing some Game Gear on that, which I'll you know, mostly save, you know, like for the next show. But uh, it's very fun just to play those on such like a clear screen. Oh, um, I bet. And like I said, I popped in that uh, the D. Oh God, damn it, the uh, the Neo Geo. No, no, I was gonna say it was it's not Nemesis. What's the other uh R type? I'm sorry, R type. Uh, uh when I popped that in it was just like to have the you know, the the Game Boy color version and to have like the one and two, which were in, you know, the classic, you know, Game Boy color, because like I messed on my settings and somehow like when I play old Game Boy games, they're all red now. Oh, weird. I don't know what I... I, I you pushed like the Virtual it. Boy mode. It's kind of like Virtual Boy, but like not as headache-inducing. It's like, I kind of like it. Huh. Like, it looks cool. I, <laughs> I haven't managed to change it yet, but it threw me off, because when I threw in the R-Type, I was like, I played the color version, which, like, it just man, it looked beautiful. Um, and then go back and put the other one. like, oh, man, I get, like, the, the pea-green screen. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what, is like, what happened? I thought this was red. Popped in another game, Boulder Dash. And uh, it was it was just all red again. So like I messed something up in the settings, but there's there's literally so many settings on that system. And like I said, you got the Nano Loop where you can make music. And I was like, I like I made just like a little a tiny little uh, you know music note beat on it. Just fun to mess with, and it's still it's very comfortable. Um, you know, for being kind of like the uh, dimensions of an old school Game Boy which we kind of mm-hmm. remember as being a little bit bulky. It's, uh, you know, you think you'd want like a GBA style, but I mean, they really made it, to me, it's so comfortable. It plays great. Um, and I, man, I can't wait for the TurboGrafx adapter to come out. Oh, that's going to be so cool. It's like, yeah, I keep forgetting like that because I keep checking the website. So. And, the, and the Neo Geo Pocket Color one too. That one. Yeah, dude. Like I said, it, like got to get that because like, I love the Neo Geo Pocket. And, like, even the Game Gear, but to be able to play them on you know this screen to have the you know brightness and everything that just really like pops and it it really makes it a better experience um oh de- most definitely like i said i mean it's just it, it's been awesome um other than that like i've been messing around the game boy and then just watching you know some movies uh i'll say a tourist trap with chuck connors from the rifleman is still one of the just scariest horror movies i love <laughs> that movie so much and i have to hear my wife tell me how hot old ass Chuck Connors is. And I was like, you know, he's a handsome man. I mean, I, like, <laughs> I, I can't deny that, but I've been watching a uh, basket case, um, uh, which I always love. I never saw the, I don't seen the sequel once. And then I bought the Blu-ray set cause I never had part mm-hmm. three. And, uh, best case is just a, you know, dude's got a, a conjoined monstrous twin that he keeps in a basket and they walk around sleazy New York and live in this crappy hotel. And it's just, 
I don't know, man. It's, just, it's a great movie, and uh, I watched the sequels. I actually stayed up to like three in the morning when I had to go to work to like watch part three because I was like, <laughs> I gotta know what happens. I was like, the little conjoined like monster Belial is having babies. I was like, I was like, I gotta see what happens. It's a great series, that I mean, it's, it's just it's cool to have them all on uh, Blu-ray. You know, to see so many of these old horror movies come out, and you know, have all these extras and everything. Uh, you know, it's fun. And also, too, if you're not into collecting Blu-rays and stuff, hey, check out Tubi TV. Because Tubi TV... Oh, yeah, Tubi's got some good stuff. Good God, dude. Tubi <laughs> so much stuff. Like, these are these Blu-rays and movies, like, you might pay, like... Th- I love uh, Vinegar Syndrome and Severin and these movie companies. I buy stuff from them a lot, but you're going to pay $30, $40 for this stuff. And you can go on Tubi and honestly, like... 75% of stuff that you can get on Blu-ray is on Tubi. You might have to watch a commercial or two, but I mean, they have some insane, it like, that is the best, like, free channel, I think, that you could possibly get. Nice, nice. Well, guys, um, I think this is going to wrap up uh, the new uh, episode of Excess Gaming Podcast, and uh, again, if you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to uh, leave us a little rating and a little comment on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, your podcatcher of your choice. If we're if we're not on a podcatcher of your choice, uh, just DM me on Twitter at XSGamingPodcast. And we guys hope you have a great day. And as always, happy gaming. Have a pleasant evening, everybody. And watch Tourist Trap, because it rules. <laughs>